Hey Rise Guys, hello Rise Gals, it's Russ. Um, this is a fun, special mini-episode. John has nothing to do with it except for the tireless work that he'll do in uh, uploading things and making sure everything sounds pristine. But, um, a couple of weeks ago, if you recall, I mentioned that I knew a director... A TV director named Michael Lang. I know him from, uh, we both went to the same college, and he would come back and he would uh, give master classes uh, to the theater department over at George Washington University. And um, he is a big old TV director out in Hollywood. And turns out that, yeah, he directed not only an episode of uh, going to extremes, but another television show that we talked about, and he's got some great stories. He was good enough to talk to me. Um, and we had a, a very lovely chat. Uh, it feels a lot less, it's, I'm, uh, folks, I don't think that I'm a great interviewer. Um, but it's fun. It's a couple of, uh, old acquaintances catching up, chatting a little bit. And uh, getting some really fun, neat, special stories out of it. So, uh, the reception is not quite what I would like. I recorded it out in front of my job on my phone. And uh, it's a phone call. So, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not ideal. It's not quite what John and I typically like to put out for your weekly Mad About, Mad About You. But for a special little treat, we hope you'll enjoy it uh, and take it for what it is. So, not a lot of further ado. Uh, enjoy a little mini episode treat of uh, Mad About Mad About You. If Mad About You was a final frontier, we're traveling outside of time and space here. So let's break it down now. Hello, it's Russell Fader. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Very good to talk to you. You too. How are things? Things are good. Fantastic. Um, thanks for agreeing to be on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I haven't done. We haven't done any interviews. Uh, oh, you haven't? No, no. We oh. primarily just uh, talk nonsense about uh, about. Mad about you and other shows uh, and other nonsense from the past, uh, as far as New York news from 1992 and 93 so far. <laughs> That's good. So, so yeah, it's a blast. Uh, you, <laughs> uh, one of us, my co-host and I, my co-host name is John, and uh, one of us didn't know uh, who Amy Fisher was, uh, and I'll let you guess which one of us that was. Uh, that would be you. Oh, uh, I'm well versed in the ways of Amy Fisher. Oh man! <laughs> I just figured since you're the one on the phone, I'll just pick you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um. So, uh, yes, you, Michael Lang, worked on going to extreme. I did. What? Yes, uh, I did. That's, I that's, did an episode. 
you did an episode. Do you remember which episode uh, you did? Uh, let me think. Uh, all I remember is that we shot around July 4th in Jamaica, and it was hot as hell. Oh, it was an episode <laughs> where they play, They learned how to play um, uh, that, that crazy English game. What is it called again? Cricket. They learned oh, how to yeah? play cricket. Yes. Oh wow! So did you did you then have to learn anything about cricket? Well, I, I tried to learn a little bit, you know, okay. just so, so I wouldn't be completely uh, stupid. Enough to get just partially stupid. Sure. <laughs> Give the appearance of intelligence. I, exactly. We know all about that on the podcast. Um. Well, that's excellent. And uh, uh, well, we had a couple of questions, uh, or a minor question, anyway. About because we tried to find information about going to extreme, and it's it's tough to come by. And oh really? Yeah, yeah. And even there's no Wikipedia page for going to extreme. There isn't. There is oh my not. God, there should be. Um, the and I was confused because uh, the actress Elizabeth Going was on it. Yes. And so. I wasn't sure if it was a uh, a feature for going to extremes in the or you know for Elizabeth going to be going to extremes or if it was really truly an ensemble piece. And I gathered that it was the latter. Yes, it was the latter. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. And um, yeah, I don't think the uh, her name had anything to do with the show. Yeah. Just a coincidence. Yes, I think I think that's uh, safe to say. Um, so, and we also, I thought there was, uh, Erica Alexander was in the show as well. Yes, she was. Excellent. Uh, any, anything, uh, how, how oh, did you work with? Oh, she was great. Actually, yeah. the whole cast was really great. Um, you know, it was, um, it was an interesting show. It, I mean, the people in the industry sort of, um, sort of ragged on it because they thought it was basically, they called it Southern Exposure because it was yeah. created by the same people who did Northern Exposure. First right. of all, I don't even know why that would be a bad thing. Northern Exposure was a great show. I did that too. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, there's nothing wrong with Southern Exposure. For sure. Um, but um, it was it was a cool, kind of a cool show actually. And it was very interesting to shoot in Jamaica. Yeah. Uh, because the you know culturally it's it I think there's there's two Jamaicas there's the one that that people go to on vacation right in which you're pretty pretty protected from the real Jamaica right right which is not that no yeah for sure which is yeah they uh, we I read I wasn't able to find a lot but I did find an Entertainment Weekly review where they were just talking about the how difficult it was to strike a balance between a bunch of Med students uh, studying in a uh, a in Jamaica in the in the not that part of Jamaica. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, what? Uh, so you said you also did Northern Exposure. I did. Yeah, I did five of those. That was great. That's very neat. Where did that shoot? That shot near Seattle in a town called. There were two places. The stages. We're in Redmond, which is a suburb of Seattle, okay. and then the exterior, which was 
you know, st- standing in for the fictitious town of Sicily, Alaska, mm-hmm. was Roslyn, Washington, which is about a 90 minutes inland from uh, Seattle. It must have been gorgeous up there. It was incredibly beautiful. Sure. Sure. And you did five. You did five. Was that early in the run or later? I did uh, sort of over the over the. Uh, I didn't do any in the first season, but I did one or two in each of the next ones. Okay. Did you? Yeah. I'm trying to remember my Northern Exposure factoid, but I did. It, it, uh, was it Paul Provenza after Rob Morrow? Sagan. I believe Rob did. They did a season or two after Rob Morrow left. I think. I think it Didn't was they? one. Par- I think it was only part of a season. Um, yeah, who was the guy who quote replaced him unquote? <laughs> I think I think it might have been the comedian Paul Provenza, which I think I only learned through podcasts, hearing him come on and talk about uh, his aristocrat movie, and then also the fact that he was on the last season of uh, of Northern Exposure. Yeah, maybe but, was. I did, I don't think I did any of the last season. Let me just I'm I'm gonna go on to it on. Uh, oh, on I appreciate IMDb. you. I, I appreciate you doing my research for me so much. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you know, it's just uh, just a little extra, <laughs> little extra feature of for sure. Michael Lang. <laughs> oh, this is Northern Light. Oh, I see. This is just the one episode. I don't want that. I want the whole damn thing. Uh, Here it is. <laughs> Well, anyway, it's too long of a list of... Fair enough. Never mind. We don't need that's to waste just, everyone's time. That, that's just fine. Um, and I'm trying to think... Oh, you also worked on... You worked on Diagnosis Murder. I did. But before we get to that, there was actually another element of my no- going to extremes that Please, I had forgotten by about. Means, by all which means. Was, which was incredible. It was... There were, one of the... Um, you know, the show did deal with the interaction between the med students and the people who lived on this fictitious island. Right. And one of them had one of a story element in mind was they were they were uh, doing a, a one of the, one of the people in town had passed away. Okay. So they did a traditional, in this case, a Jamaican. Oh wow. Um, um, mourning period, which is called a nine night ceremony, which literally lasts for nine nights wow and uh so we recreated that in our own uh in our own way of course we didn't have it take nine nights but uh sure. although it felt like it in that hot weather with all those gigantic mosquitoes <laughs> right and, uh, right and that was a pretty incredible you know we were, did a lot of research we had uh there was there was a, there were a couple of choirs that that used to perf- that did perform at these ceremonies. So we hired one of them to perform the authentic song that they sing at this, and it was pretty incredible, actually. I should dig out that episode and look at it again. That'd be great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it somewhere. That's, that's really it's. That must be do you, so. That must be really something to go into different cultures and kind of learn pretty deeply about about what's going on there in order to yeah. make it happen. Is that and yep. that's 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 a regular part of your job. Yep, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, that that's was really, cool. For sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I had a, an interesting cultural thing on on the uh, one of the episodes of Northern Exposure that I did um yeah. where it was an episode where um 
Rob Morrow's character, Joel, had his uncle Manny had passed away in Florida. Okay. And he couldn't get to the, you know, the, the funeral. Uh-huh. So he promised his aunt that he would do a Kaddish, which is the Jewish prayer for the dead, which you know, but I don't know if other I people do. know that. Uh- <laughs> um, so he had to find what's called a minion, which you know what that is. You can I explain do. it. I do. Well, it means a, a gathering of ten Jews, uh, ten adults to 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 uh, to serve and to pray over the dead. Right. So I, um, and in the story, he 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 actually is able to find nine other Jews in Alaska. Like a lumberjack guy shows up who happens to be Jewish. <laughs> it was quite a quite a wonderful episode. Yeah. But at the at the end of the day, he decides that his town is really his community, and so he doesn't bother schlepping all these other Jews in from all points in Alaska. Right. He just does does the the, um, the Kaddish, he says it, um, with the community there. Oh, oh and okay. one, other, one other aside is they asked me if I wanted a an advisor to help with the Kaddish, and I said, <laughs> like, absolutely I not. <laughs> I got, All I, I need is... Okay. <laughs> but, uh, so I got, actually, I got some shit from some friends of mine. I have a couple of friends who are pretty orthodox, and they were pissed at the episode because they said that the whole point of of the Minion is that... Um, is that all Jews are in the, uh, you know, we are all sure. community. So yes. so by not doing that, it was an insult to the religion. Anyway, I said I didn't write it. I just shot it. <laughs> I should have walked out. I should exactly. have left northern exposure. To... Exactly. <laughs> wow, that's really anyway. something. Yeah, it was crazy. I believe it. Now, I, I'll, I'll get... A... I was going to segue before into diagnosis murder, but I'm going to postpone that segue one more time because um, on Mad About Mad About You, we talk about, uh, we at least touch on the directors uh, of each episode. Uh, And there have been a few recurring. And uh, A number one thus far has been uh, Mr. Barnett Kelman. Do you know Mm -hmm. Barnett by any chance? I think I've bumped into him a couple of times over the years, but I don't really know him as, as, you know, I don't know him. Okay. Okay. Are you familiar at all with, I believe it's uh, Bill Grunfest. Is he a writer, I believe? I don't know. The name Grunfest would probably ring a bell (laughs) if you knew him. Also, you know, that's the 30-minute. The 30-minute world is completely separated from the 60-minute world. Sure. Okay. Um, I don't think I really realized that. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole different uh, it's a whole different genre, really. Other than sure. the obvious way, it's a it's a different way of shooting the shows, and you know everything's yeah. pretty different. Right, right, right. Makes sense. Wow, oh, I did I, that. That is certainly enlightening. I hadn't uh, I hadn't thought about things broken down yeah. that way. Um. So you yeah. So now it's it's finally diagnosis murder time. Uh, yes, finally. <laughs> you um you you worked on I believe I saw that you worked on episode, season one episode one. Um, was it episode one? I could Jeez. be wrong about that. I know I, I did two episodes in that season, and I I didn't end up doing it when it came back to L.A. I'm not sure why. I think it was a whole different. Oops, 
I just typed in diagnosis. My diagnosis is, oh, I'm going to live. <laughs> the original working title? Google says I'm living. No. <laughs> Let's see. Diagnosis murder episodes. Oh, boy. Season 8. God. I should have been doing that show all along. <laughs> season 2. Miracle Cure. Oh, so season... One miracle cure. That was mine. Yeah, I guess I guess I did, <laughs> and I did episode. I did episode two, which yeah. I don't think I sh- which also was mine. We were Amnesia. discussing it. We discussed it just now because apparently they did three made-for-TV movies of the show before right. before the pilot. So I was like, what's it like? doing a pilot for a show that's already very established. Right, right. Yeah, my, I mean, technically, I don't think more, mine was not considered a pilot, mainly uh-huh. because they would have had to have paid me more. Uh, <laughs> sure, so they'll consider it whatever they have to. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, but it, it was a really fun show to work on. I it was Obviously, working with Dick Van Dyke, was me, just a dream come true for me. Tell me everything you can. <laughs> oh my God, he—I mean, he's—you know—he's amazing. He's, yeah. He's, I I had to give him. Well, I have two kind of standout stories. Of course, I guess by putting it that way, it really brings up the expectations a little well, bit. Well, that's much, great but because I have this drum here to roll. So good, good. <laughs> um. Well, the first one was I. There was a, a, a little part of a scene where this guy is walking down the hall, and then Dick Van Dyke is in his doorway and pulls him. I think it was literally with, a, with the end of a cane into his office because he wants to talk to him. <laughs> so you know, a very yeah, standard, amazing, funny, you know, oh. slapsticky kind of bit. And yeah. it's just the timing was just not working out right. So uh-huh. I had to go give Dick Van Dyke a note on physical <laughs> comedy timing. Very daunting. I don't oh think I have. Goodness. Yeah, I had not then and have not since been more nervous about giving an actor a note. Wow. But he 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 looked at me and I'm like thinking he would be within his rights to say. Thanks, boy. Yeah, for <laughs> Go sure. fuck yourself. Yeah. But he looked at me, he took a beat to think about it, and he said, you know what, you're right. Wow. So I'm like, that was one of the highlights of my life, I must tell you. Yeah, so you know more about physical comedy than Dick Van Dyke. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> it was a timing thing. You don't have to, I'm saying it for you. That's right, thank you. I could th- that could be the headline in the Hollywood Reporter. Michael Lang says he knows more about physical comedy than Dick Van Dyke. Oh, yeah, we've got pretty deep ties on this podcast. That's right, I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, my goodness, that's wonderful. I love it. That was great. And then the other one was a little more personal story. Um, my, I had brought out, you know, it filmed in Denver the first season. Okay. So I had brought my family out, and my daughter, my oldest daughter, who's now 27, was mm-hmm. then like two years old, I think. Sure. And and she she was out. She she came on. You know, she was on this. Maybe she was three. So she's on the set. I can't hear you. She's on the set, and um, she was three. She was on the set, 
and she had this friend of mine had was was uh, over at the house one day doing. I don't know if you you're, you're probably not old enough, but there was this actor I can't even remember his name, whose bit was he would say do, and you know, I think something it's thinking would go of Homer Simpson. Well, it's way before Homer Simpson. I think Homer stole it from the original guy. I don't remember the original guy. That's right. I can't remember him either. So my oldest daughter, just she was thought that was the funniest thing going, right? So now she's on the set with Dick Van Dyke, and and I introduced her. Mm-hmm. And he he starts doing little physical shticks and sure. pretending to fall and and the, and he was not a youngster then either. No, no. So he's doing pratfalls and then he says do you know do when right. he falls and she is like can't even <laughs> she's beside herself laughing you know that giggle that little kids sure. get and just going crazy and then they called him back to for final touch ups before we had to film the scene. Yeah. She looks at me and she says, "Dad, he's a funny guy." Oh, that's the best. <laughs> I, I said, "Yes, he is. Oh my <laughs> he is a funny guy." Anyway, pretty great. I love it. But uh, that's yeah, that show was pretty, was just absolutely delightful to work on. Oh, so it was fantastic. great working with him, and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Oh my goodness! Well, I could I could pick your brain forever, and I certainly hope to in the future. For now, uh, I, I'll that's what we've got for now. Um, cool. What, thank you so much for talking to me. I really oh, really it was a pleasure. It. Thank you. Um, I I will undoubtedly bother you again for more stuff in the future if you're up for it. No um, bother at all. Wonderful. Uh, what uh, what are you working on right now? Can I point right anybody now, in your direction? Um, you know, waiting to hear on a few things. Uh, okay. They have a new version of Dynasty, which I'm up for, Ooh. and a couple of other couple of other things. And also, I about th- uh, two years ago, I had a I wrote a musical with a, an old friend of mine called Reunion, oh, and well, um, we had it produced here in L.A. And now there's a producer in New York who's very interested in uh, bringing it to New York. So that's fantastic. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So I'm well, now actually in the midst of doing a little rewrite for uh, a New York version. Fabulous. That'll yeah. be great. We'll keep our eyes I know. open for I'd it. I love that. Fingers crossed, sir. Yep, definitely. Michael Lang, thank you so, so much for talking to me and uh, for being here. You're welcome, Russ. We'll see you okay. again soon. Take care. You take, you take care.